From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, July 24th. I'm Sarah Reith. With cannabis regulation now a fact of life in Mendocino County, local citizens groups are seeking to restrict it further. This month, the Mendocino County Board of Supervisors and the Planning Commission have two proposals for cannabis prohibition zones on their agendas. CP zones are specialty zoning districts which create an additional layer of regulations on top of those that already exist. In approved prohibition zones, cannabis cultivation is disallowed for a minimum of 10 years if a supermajority of neighbors signs on and obtains approval from the board. Tomorrow, the board will consider a proposal to create a prohibition zone in a part of Redwood Valley. The effort has been decried as racist gerrymandering because it would only affect two growers, both of whom are Hispanic. The map of the proposed zone is surrounded by seven groves that would be allowed to continue if the zone is approved. The Planning Commission made no recommendation on the proposal after reviewing it in May, with one commissioner calling it highly inequitable. But last week, the Commission recommended approval of another proposal to create a cannabis prohibition zone just east of Willits in a neighborhood called Rock Tree. After agreeing to exclude one parcel that already has a small cannabis operation working its way towards a Phase 1 permit, the two proposed zones would mostly disallow grows in areas where cannabis is currently not allowed anyway. The 25 parcels in the proposed prohibition zone east of Willits are in rangeland, where cannabis cultivation is not an allowable usage. Of the 207 parcels that would comprise the zone in Redwood Valley, 164 are small rural residential properties, where commercial cannabis cultivation is not permissible. The remaining 43 parcels are zoned for agriculture, which is typically an eligible zone. Edie Lerman and Callie Perkins are attorneys with the Emerald Law Group, representing the two growers who would be shut down if their neighborhood in Redwood Valley becomes a cannabis prohibition zone. Correspondence and public comment to the Planning Commission addressed neighbors' concerns about water use, crime, traffic, the smell of cannabis, and the use of hazardous chemicals. But Perkins believes that her client's race is the real reason they've been singled out for concerns about the impacts of cannabis. There are seven permitted grows directly surrounding the border of this zone, four of which are only across the street from the proposed zone. And so for neighbors to be blaming our clients as the source of um, odor, which in our county isn't even considered a nuisance, the odor of cannabis, but to to blame our clients for odor, uh, noise, smell, um, you know, all these things that are just completely unfounded when you look at our clients grow. They're not using generators. They're not using groundwater. Lerman questions the concept. The bigger picture is why do we have this as part of our ordinance? And is this even legal? So you have a section in the law that basically makes it so that you're going to create a prohibition zone that you can't overturn for 10 years seems like a very serious taking of someone's property right. Dale Briggs is also not a supporter of a proposal to prohibit cannabis in his neighborhood. He disputed assertions by applicants for the Rock Tree Prohibition Zone that their neighborhood is more susceptible to fire than other parts of the county and that commercial cannabis could deplete the valley's available water. Last week, he told the Planning Commission he owns over 15% of the property that would be included in the proposed prohibition zone east of Willits. Cannabis is a legal crop, and some are able to get permits and grow and sell its product. Obviously, we have all heard horrifying reports of the destruction some illegal grows have done to the environment and surrounding neighborhoods, and in some cases, they still continue to. I, but why are we going to restrict current landowners from potential income opportunities based on our past feelings about illegal growth. 
Ellen Drill, a longtime environmentalist who fought hard to exclude rangeland from the allowable zones, is a resident of the proposed prohibition in Rock Tree. I was here during the discussions in the boardroom over the many months and am well aware of the controversies that resulted in this ordinance. The other thing that keeps coming up is that rangeland and TPZ are, are off limits for cannabis growing, but I'm well aware that that is not necessarily a permanent thing. Only three planning commissioners were present at both hearings for the proposed prohibition zones, Cliff Pollan, Marie Jones, and Diane Wiedemann. Because that barely constitutes a quorum, any recommendation proceeding to the Board of Supervisors would have had to have been unanimous. Pollen was a hard no on recommending approval of the Redwood Valley proposal. When there are other properties that are in as close or closer proximity to residential um, areas that are going to be impacted that will not be included in the zone feels highly inequitable to me. Pollen was also initially reluctant to recommend approval of the Rock Tree proposal, noting that it's duplicative in a zone that already prohibits cultivation. The one grower who would have been put out of business is a Phase 1 applicant who is able to provide proof of prior cultivation, essentially grandfathering their rangeland operation into eligibility. When Jones suggested recommending approval of a prohibition zone that did not include that one parcel, Pollen voted with his colleagues. But Jones, too, expressed criticism of the prohibition zones at the end of the contentious meeting about Redwood Valley in May, where commissioners were unable to arrive at a consensus. I think the Board of Supervisors made a mistake when they allowed cannabis cultivations without requiring a use permit. This planning commission recommended that they require use permits for that. It's a recommendation the board declined to adopt. Which I think is extremely detrimental to everybody. It's detrimental to the neighbors because they have to organize and survey their neighborhood and come up with this combining zone and come in and complain and have this long process, it's extremely detrimental to the cannabis cultivators because they've invested a lot of money and time into their properties and their businesses that are now at risk. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.